Chapter Twenty Six of the Conquest. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Phyllis Vincelli. The Conquest by Oscar Michaud. Chapter Twenty Six: The Battle some time after the opening it was announced from washington that the land office which was located in one of the larger towns of the state about one hundred and fifty miles from the little crow would be moved to one of the towns in the new territory the land office is something like a county seat in bringing business to a town and immediately every town in magory county began a contest for the office. However, it was soon seen that it was the intention of the Interior Department to locate it in either Magori or Callis. So the two familiar rivals engaged in another battle. But in this, Magori held the high card. That was about the time the insurgents and stalwarts were in a struggle to get control of the state's political machinery. It had waxed bitter in the June primaries of that year, and the insurgents had won. Callis had supported the losing candidate, who had been overwhelmingly defeated, and both senators and one representative in Congress from the state were red-hot insurgents the nicholson brothers bowing to tradition were stand pats their father had been a stalwart before them in iowa where cummins had created so much commotion with his insurgency ernest with his wife had left for the orient to spend the winter after leaving the announcement came that the land office would be moved even had he been in callous the result would likely have been the same but i had a creepy feeling that had he been on the ground magory would have had to work considerably harder at least after sending many men from each town down to the national capital the towns fought it out with as i have stated and which was to be expected with both senators recommending Magory as having advantages over Callis in the way of an abundant supply of water and a national bank with a capital stock of $50,000, the Interior Department decided in favor of Magory and Callis lost. Ernest, on hearing of the fight, hurriedly returned went into washington secured an appointment with the secretary and is said to have made a worthy plea for callous but to no avail and the magoriites returned home the heroes of the day i was away at the time but was told a good share of the men of magory were drunk the greater part of the week some evidence of the rejoicing was visible on my return in the loss of an eye by a little gambler who became too enthusiastic and run up against a snag what amused me most however was an article written especially for one of the magory papers by a keeper of a racket store and a known shouter for the town 
the article represented the contest as being a big prize fight on the little crow and read something like this big prize fight on the little crow principles Magori, the metropolis of the little crow reputation the square deal callous boaster reputation grafting scene little crow reservation time a d nineteen o referee washington d c seconds for magori flacker of the magori national fred crofton postmaster for callis mayor rosie and a has-been formerly of washington round one september principals enter the ring and refuse to shake hands referee washington d c announces fight to be straight marquee of queensbury no hitting in the clinches and a clean break a fight to the finish they are off callous leads with a left to the face mcgorry countering with a right to the ribs they clinch referee breaks them then they spar and as the gong sounded appeared evenly matched round two october they rush to the center of the ring and clinch referee tells them to break just as this is done callous lands a terrific left to mcgorry's jaw following with a right to the body and mcgorry goes down for the count of nine getting up with much confusion only to be floored again with a right to the temple mcgorry rises very groggy when callous lands a vicious left to the mouth a right to the ear just as the gong sounded saving her from a knockout they go to their corners with betting three to one on callous and no takers during the one minute's rest the crowd whooped it up for callous thousands coming her way mcgorry looked serious sitting in the corner thinking how she had fallen down on some well-laid plans round three november they rush to a clinch and spar referee cautions callous for budding they do some more sparring and both seem cautious with honors even at the end of the third round round four december they rush to the center of the ring and begin to spar and like a flash mcgorry lands a terrific swing on callous's jaw following it up with a right to the heart callous cries foul but referee orders her to proceed while mcgorry with eyes flashing and distended nostrils faints and then like the kick of a mule lands a hard left to the mouth following in quick succession with jolts swings jabs and uppercuts mayor rosie wants to throw up the sponge but the referee says fight mcgorry with a left to the face and right to the stomach then rushing both hands in a blow to the solar plexus callous falls and is counted out with mcgorry winning the prize great land office End of chapter twenty six